sitting with Sal. Today is May 30th. It is 11.31 p.m. and this is episode number nine of the podcast. I'm here with Marco again. How you doing, my man? What's up? <sighs> Not too much. Same. Literally nothing is going on since the last one. Really? Really. That's, I mean, I haven't talked to you all weekend. Oh, uh, my uncle died. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> well, that's not fun or exciting. Uh, I know. I mean, it's. I just came for his funeral today, but that is what's new. I mean, I, I, where were you? I saw you were at some sort of show or something last weekend or MGMT. No, no, another uh, show on Friday or something. I texted you. Oh, you never I cannot back. remember. What, what? Regardless, well, yeah, um, I seriously. Well, can't we. Remember. I can't remember what I did three days ago. My mind is so mentally drained from just sitting in front of a screen for work eight hours a day. Yeah, I feel you. I hear you. What was I doing on Friday? Anyway, um, if it comes to me, I'll say. So <laughs> last, like I said, last podcast we were going to the Concealed Carry Expo, which is yes. coming past. Um, so I figured we'd kind of do a little housekeeping, kind of talk about that. Absolutely. Um, so great time. It was a freaking excellent <laughs> time. Zing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, one thing I was really surprised about. Well, if you don't know, the Concealed Carry Expo is the USCC. USCCA Expo, um, and brings a bunch of different, um, concealed carry-esque companies together as Mm -hmm. far as like gun companies, clothing companies. A lot of people Uh, there just showing off their brand too. Yeah, a lot. A a lot of it had nothing to do with concealed carry. Some of it didn't, yeah, but. I I think honestly, in retrospect, no, I'd say about half of it didn't. There was was a lot. I I looked through the program again just a couple minutes ago and there was like 90%, I bet, was was concealed carrier. Um, I was really surprised on how many gun companies were actually oh, there. Yeah. I was Big surprised names. to see, yeah, like uh, Diamondback, have, uh, Diamondback, Sig, Ruger, Keltec, Mossberg, Mossberg, FN. FN. Uh, yeah, they yeah. had a they had a booth there. They yep. had their Scar and LMG oh, sitting there. Awesome. Um, Never thought I'd actually be able to uh, see full a conceal skull. was there. Yeah, uh, we got to shoot their uh, their Viper, their full conceal Viper. That's right. That was, that was so awesome. freaking cool. Glad I got to do that. Um, so the full conceal was um, basically a Glock that's like sawed in half, and mm-hmm. so you could fold it all up and stick it in <laughs> right. your back pocket. Right. And then the Vipers. Um, they're actually, I believe they were originally called Ronies. Is like the yeah. little, it's a little stock. about that. Well, it was called a Roni. It was, yeah, well, they still make them. Right. But it's just like a little brace that you fit fit your Glock into. Um, and the one by Full Conceal is called the Viper, and it folds all up, so it makes everything really compact. Right. Um, the only thing I was a little disappointed with in the shooting range, um, which was, that was cool in itself, because they had cool. this big freaking semi-truck in, indoor, indoors, yeah. and like a three-bay shooting lane, that was really cool. My, my biggest pet peeve about it, five shots. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> they couldn't give you a full mag or something, or like a half a mag, but I mean, I, mean, I, I get it, it makes the line move faster and everything. That, but yeah, and like, if someone were to like turn around, you only get five shots. That's If some psycho was able to get up there and like... Uh, I, I don't even think it's as far as that. I think maybe I I see your point as far as trying to control the situation mm-hmm. a little bit better. I think that's probably what they're more going for. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
if if a psycho is thinking about shooting up the concealed carry expo, he's he's got An a idiot. death yeah, he's got a death wish right. for sure. Which most of those psychos who shoot all those places up have one anyway. Right. Well, regardless, um, uh, like I said, I saw a lot, there was a lot of holster companies there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of clothing companies too, which I was really uh, mm-hmm. interested in. Um, they had a lot of women's concealed carry oh, options yeah. too, like tons. tons of purses and, yeah, and they handbags were, and you know, stuff. I'm not like that. one that knows anything about fashion, for, especially for women, but the purses looked cool. They looked like looked regular really purses, cool and yeah. Like, like like they held a lot. They were badass, and you could ca- you could ca- hold your gun in there. For- you know what I didn't see? What I wish I would have liked to see is uh, more fanny packs. Yeah. Oh, I would have bought a. Fanny I would have bought a fa- if I would have found a nice one for concealed carry. One, I would have yeah. bought one. One be- if they just had like a regular fanny pack, like not with a bunch of bells and whistles, but one that had like USCCA on it. I go to a lot of festivals and like raves. And oh, that's and the shit. other thing I wanted to point out too. And I'd would have wore wore one. Oh, I'd wear a fanny pack. Oh yeah, not um, in public. I wouldn't. Oh hell yeah, I'd wear it in public. Maybe you put, actually, I carry I think, everything. They're coming back, dude. Do you realize how much shit I carry every day? Yeah, I carry uh, Glock nineteen, spare magazine, a knife, flashlight, yeah. wallet, watch, what, phone. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, what are you putting in there? You have a place for all that, all that stuff. Oh, but your it cargo so, shorts. It gets so. I put in my jeans, dude. And oh, it gets true. so cumbersome. I carry a tourniquet. Like yeah. I carry all that crap. Uh-huh. Um. But if I found a nice fanny pack, one I wanted. You said if it said USCCA on it, um, which reminded me of something. Uh, you know the shirts we got. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me till I got home. Um, I can't wear it. Why? Because it says like concealed carry all over it. Yeah, like, and, uh, <laughs> like I can't walk that's out wearing exactly that. What I, I thought that too. Like I, I mean, anything. you could wear it because you don't really carry a gun. But, but like, I don't want people to think I am. Yeah, not, but it makes you a target. Not, it, yeah. I would think if you're wearing something Duh, like yeah. that. Um, I mean, it's a cool shirt. USCCA it's, event. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. I'm regardless. cracking. I'm cracking a cold one open, boyos. <laughs> all right, you were saying. <laughs> um, one uh. Another thing is that we're around basically, they were all our people. Um, our like, people. Like, everybody was super nice, super willing to talk to you. Except um, for the one guy. Dude, that. I, I, I'm going to cut him a break because he was probably there from start to finish. Every day of the day, weekend. He's probably dealing with <laughs> Saying bunch. the same thing over and over again. Whoop, my bad. Hit, pay, hit space. He was probably... Uh, dealing with a bunch of idiots. He, what we're talking about is uh, they had a live fire like simunition. I don't think it was actually... It, it wasn't that brand. It, it wasn't was the brand else. of simunition. It was a different brand, but it was like a, it's, a it simulated, simulated paint ammunition. round. Yeah, it was a simulated paint round. Um, so they gave you like a Glock 19 or Glock 17, I can't remember, and they had you go in and shoot like three steel targets. I, 17, I think sure. it was a 17 too. They gave you like a half a mag and that. They gave you four shots. No, there was more than four. They only. I only got like three or four. He gave me, I got like eight. I don't remember. <sighs> well, anyway, he loaded up the mag for you and he gave you the gun, gave you eye protection. Um, and he went, you went in you shot and everything. The, the dude who's giving you the ammo and the gun and everything just seemed like he hated his Monotone, job. Ben Super monotone. Yeah. His 1,367th time saying the lines, please don't do something above your head. Please be sure to at all times. Make sure that... Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Here you and, go, I'm going to cut him a break on it, but... Not gonna lie, it bummed me out a little bit. It did, it did bum me out, but I did smile. Have, it's not hard, you <laughs> bastard. I had a lot of Hope fun. Hope he hears I, this. 
I had fun shooting it though. It was that fun. Was cool. Yeah. I being kinda, able to do I went, something like I think like I that. may have went a little too tactical you, on it. You were leaning in your corners. <laughs> I was. And I was pine. I was like. I kind of like. Uh, well, what's the word? I was exaggerating. I like James Bond. Like turn the corner. <laughs> Like, well, that <laughs> last target was like right there. Yeah, you're probably like, oh shit. Well, I remember I like didn't even like move my feet. I just turned and shot it. Yeah. Um, I bought one thing there. Two and things. I, and uh, what? Two things. You bought that, right? Oh, two things technically. Oh yeah. Um, I actually I'm actually wearing it right now. <laughs> um, it's by UM Tactical. They're actually a company out of uh, Lake Worth, Florida. Shout out um, to UM Tactical. Yeah, shout out to you guys because I like their product too. Even um, though I didn't really, I didn't buy anything. Dude, the the guy was super. I'm assuming they were the owners who mm, were there. Probably. Um, it was the owner and his wife or something yeah. like that. The guy was super nice and super cool. Mm-hmm. He actually, sorry if it, if it's you and you're listening to this, but he actually sold me a mag pouch that he had on like reserve for somebody else. <laughs> he was like, ah, just just give it to this guy, and he <laughs> uh, he sold it to me, but. Um, this mag pouch, I wonder if it actually has the name of it on it. Um, UM, it just says UM Tactical on it, QP940. Um, it's a single stack or a double stack mag pouch, and the retention on it's freaking amazing. Mm, spot um, on. It's, not too hard, not too easy. Yeah, and it's like a lot of mag pouches um, or like holsters, like whenever you put a gun in, and like you'll hear like an audible click whenever yeah. you put it in. This one just kind of like slides, slides in and out. Yeah. It's not... It's like super tight, mm-hmm. but loose at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then you could, I could use it for any of my guns, or any of my handguns, because it has the ability to switch from a double stack to a single stack mm-hmm. tension switch. So, um, if you're listening to this, I don't know what your name is. The owners of the UM Tactical. I tried it's to find it. I couldn't Italian find it. guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I tried. I tried to find your name. But if you're listening to this, I'm definitely gonna seek you out. I'm gonna buy like three or four more of these because they're freaking awesome um i'm gonna give one to my boss because i know he's gonna love one um but big shout out to you guys i 100 percent love that product they also gave me a uh, it's a little i don't know what you would call it it's a little call it a belt loop i guess it's it's like a, a belt loop you would attach to a inside the waistband holster to make it outside the waistband I haven't actually tried it out yet, but he kind of demonstrated it for me. It looks pretty cool. Very, it seems yeah, really it looks strong. Like it's flexible. Uh, it's not plastic. It, it's some sort of polymer. Some sort of polymer, like, yeah. But it's super flexible. I've been trying to break it for the last like five minutes, <laughs> and I can't freaking break it. Right. But it's. I don't know. I haven't tried it out. I'll let you guys know whenever I actually try it out. But as far as I know, the um, they also make a bunch of other products. They make a lot of uh, AR and handgun products, compensators, and like rail systems. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a really actually make a whole rifle. It looks like they have a. Uh, it's called Rage Rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, looks pretty cool oh, wow. actually. Um, that looks, one looks. It looks like looks a nine like millimeter. A, I was gonna say Beowulf almost. No, it's it's a nine millimeter. Make a lot of compensators, stuff like that, stuff for competition. But um, definitely check those guys out if you're interested. Um, make a lot of really nice stuff. The other thing I saw there that I thought was really interesting um, were these new bold targets. They're like uh, some sort of silicone rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, Very tough. Really tough. I'm, oh, you've probably seen them at Walmart. Um, there's little targets you just throw on the ground and you shoot, and they like supposed to roll around. Um, they're made out. They're made out of some sort of silicone, and whenever you shoot them, they kind of reseal. It doesn't mm-hmm. like break apart or take pieces out. 
and they sell all different kinds of shooting stands, um, like a like actual like plate rack type things, mm-hmm. real size plates. So they're gonna last a long time because they're made out of that silicone, and you don't have to have to worry about ricochet or anything like mm-hmm. that. So another shout out to those guys. They make it, they seem like they make a really nice product. They gave me a couple little free samples. I don't know if they're actually intending on me shooting these with anything. Oh, I would. Because they're like size of a half dollar. I would. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, might, about. I might shoot them once, but only once because I might never ever be able to find them again. But mm-hmm. um, shout out to New Bold Targets, uh, both of these guys. Not a sponsor. So we don't have sponsors yet. So Maybe someday. Maybe someday. We're definitely someday. Maybe someday. Um, but yeah. What Did you see anything out of particular that caught your eye? I held a saw. <laughs> I got a picture of it. I was holding an M249 saw without the ammo, and it was still heavy as shit. And I also gold. gold Tommy gun. Also have a picture of that. Pretty sweet. With a round drum. Yeah, yeah. that was really cool. That dude had a lot of crazy stuff. I also held, stuff. like, five different Desert Eagles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they had a lot of cool Desert Eagles there. Yeah. Like, everybody was there. Magnum Research. Magnum yeah. Research. I don't know if Magnum Research was actually there, or if it was just a guy who they sells a, a bunch of different custom Desert they Eagles. Had a but Deadpool decal Desert Eagle from, like, the movie. It was just that so That was cool. really cool, too. Um, it wasn't the actual one from the movie, but it was so cool. I just love Desert Eagles. I can't wait to shoot one. All in all, it, it was a really good time. And I had a lot of good fun um, there, for sure. only thing I'm upset about, um, it's not in Pittsburgh next year. Really? It's in, like, uh, I think it's in Missouri or something. No. Well, guess where we're going. Yeah, no. I guess we're taking a we're road trip. To Missouri. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking the NRA show is in, like, Tennessee, Nashville mm-hmm. or something, which is only, like, I think it's, like, be, like, a 10-hour road trip. <sighs> But it's like a three day thing, and it's like like way better than the concealed carry expert. Oh, really? So like they have full shooting ranges and oh, stuff cool. like that. So well, and Nashville Tennessee. and Nashville, Tennessee is pretty cool too. Yeah. So you so yeah. maybe we could uh, that'll be fun. Take a road trip down there Just or something. See, yeah, have take a, buddy a weekend down there. We'll sure. figure something out, but that'd be really cool to go to. Um, one more order of business before we start getting into the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience the other day, and he had Tommy Chong on. So if you don't know who Tommy Chong is, he's Leo from, from That 70 Show. Yeah, he's also from Cheech and Chong, yeah. and a ton of different Cheech. Oh, you, you got me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually like, love his character. He, oh, he, he's, he, I, I love him, too. He's great. What but are you doing in Canada? <laughs> he said, he said something so outlandish and disingenuous yeah. on on Joe Rogan experience. He was talking about guns. Mm-hmm. Um, you could play the clip for us, Marco. Okay, I'm a little ahead because oh, I accidentally yeah, hit space, so I'm just going to hit space. You'll catch on. So here we go. Anybody with a gun. That's the whole thing, you know. The, if you have a gun, you're not very intelligent. Yeah, yeah. So should we just let him continue? Nah, no. I mean, it, it'll take up too much time. But right. you know, I don't want to. I don't know if we'll get any copyright strikes or <laughs> that too, yeah, or anything like Demonetized. that. Demonetized. So, I mean, we're not monetized anyway. So, but right. I just think it's a little disingenuous for someone mm-hmm. um, like a pub, especially public figures, to be saying stuff like that to make everybody who owns guns seem stupid. Yeah. Um, and I think, to, and don't get me wrong, I get it. He's a hippie. Obviously, mm-hmm. he smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. Which I wonder if he's ever even fired a gun. He well, might he said he says later on in the episode that he was like, "Oh, I grew up around guns," but he grew up in Canada. 
So oh, how much yeah. can you really know about guns growing up in Canada? Right. They and don't have a constitution there, right. so they don't have the same liberties and rights and so freedoms. So they're raised differently upon the subject. Yeah, exactly. So I just think that for someone like that to say something so disingenuous, um, I, th- I think a lot of it comes from, personally, um, media and stuff portraying oh, yeah. guns in a certain way um, even whenever it comes down to movies and things like that throwing down stupid information and stuff that's just plain not true about guns um, which is kind of why I thought about doing this episode um, like I said I never really want to get political on this podcast right. so, Me neither. <laughs> so that's that's kind of to the extent of the political th- talking I'm going to go or right. however you want to put it um, but I figured to go in line with that I thought we would talk about some uh some gun myths that Hollywood likes to likes to portray in its movies. Yes, so. I was a little excited for this subject. So if you ever watch a movie and there's guns in it, if it's an action movie, and more than you're, likely, and you're sitting there and you're watching and you notice just something wrong with that gun scene or that gun's just a little off or something something's wrong with it, something about it, then this is the podcast for you. So. Yes. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. You go first. All right. Uh, yeah, you go first. Okay. Well, I'm gonna rip so, this. So real we're quick. just gonna. I'm gonna so. rip this off real quick. Wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go back and forth. Okay. Um, if you touch on the same subject as like just like before, if you touch on the same subject, I'll see. I'll write. I'll say what I have on that subject. Right. Yeah. We'll. We'll. we'll yeah. We got it. Um. Gunshots are loud, Marco. Yes. Very. Do you know how loud? I do know how loud they Me are. Me too. Actually, um, if you go to your where did I put that second note? tab? Yes, I'm on it. it I actually oh, have. Yeah, I actually have it's a exactly, list. Uh, where did I put my? Here it is. Yeah. I have a list of a bunch of different calibers, and it's actually a chart. It's on nationalguntrust.com, um, and here's a list of a couple common. Calibers and their decibel ratings. Mm-hmm. So a twenty-two, um, you're at about hundred. I'm sorry, that's suppressed. Hundred and oh yeah, it is suppressed. Uh, where is it? All right, here we go. Well, you're at one hundred and forty decibels for a semi-automatic twenty-two out of a Ruger ten twenty-two. Uh-huh. For a nine millimeter handgun out of a Glock seventeen, or I'm sorry, nine millimeter out of a Glock seventeen handgun, you're at one hundred and sixty-two decibels. Mm-hmm. Out of an AR-15, you're getting 165 decibels. Mm-hmm. And then out of a Remington 700 308, mm-hmm. you're getting 167 decibels. Mm-hmm. Now, average conversation's about 60 decibels. Right. Okay, so me talking to you right now, back and yeah. forth, 60 decibels, not uh-huh. harmful to the hearing for prolonged amounts of time. Yes. Um, 85 decibels, once we get around there, get around to 85 decibels, that's whenever it starts to get a little damaging to your hearing for extended periods of time. Okay. So, like, you could hear an 85 decibel noise and it not hurt you, but, like, a lawnmower running for extended period of time can damage your hearing. Right. That's why you see people wearing those, you know, their their earmuffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Then you have, once you get up into 135 decibels, you start to feel pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So, and that's whenever you're going to start finding... You mean past 140? 135 decibels is the pain threshold. Uh, it says here 140. That's Well, according to OSHA, 135 oh, OSHA. 
is is the pain. Yeah, five decibels ain't that much of a difference anyway. Uh, it actually is a pretty big difference really? because, um, like a suppressed twenty two long rifle is, uh, one hundred and thirteen decibels, and a Red Rider BB gun is ninety seven. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Like a few decibels does make a pretty big difference. Um, but like 135 decibels a race car driving by at 50 feet. Mm-hmm. So you know how loud that right. is. Been there. Um, so what I'm what I'm trying to get at is like you see all these action movies um, where especially when they're shooting indoors, mm-hmm. they shoot f- full mag dumps, full auto guns. People like shooting all back and forth unharmed. all across each other, <laughs> and they're not even phased. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen movies where people pull out a gun in a grocery store and start shooting, and like nobody around's like covering their ears or anything right. like that. Um, like when was the last time you saw in an action movie a dude pops in a couple earplugs before no, he goes he goes into maybe covering their ears? Yeah, for sure. Maybe and like the only time you ever like hear see hearing loss is like whenever a bomb goes off or a grenade mm-hmm. happens or an explosion. Then you see the like the but like that high pitched noise. I definitely ha- yeah oh yeah that like effect. the Saving Private Ryan oh, moment yeah. at the beginning. Well, yeah, but I actually I definitely have seen people cover their ears. Yeah, I've seen people I cover even, their ears. I've even and... seen like people cover one ear when they're shooting a gun in action movies, but you know, not that's more often. Well, the only less one... often than it, it uh, than, bleh, less often than it actually happens. Well, I've never the only there's only one movie I've actually seen where somebody got their hearing damage from a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I'm sure there might be a couple more, but I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. I know one specifically. Um, if you go to your next tab. Um, it's actually from Black Hawk oh, Down. Yeah. It's from Black Hawk Down. Whenever he's shooting uh-huh. a saw, Should and like I play right, it? Be- right, hang on, right before he, right before he start this clip, he says like, "Just don't fire that machine gun next to my and head then he, anymore." And then he goes, "Get down!" And he's he's <laughs> like, "Don't fire the machine gun next to my head anymore." Um, he's like, "I'm already deaf deaf enough as it is." And then play from there. Play it. Yeah, play it. <laughs> What? So that was the only he fired his. Uh, that was a saw, right? No, it was like a. Uh, it's like a U something. I've seen it before. Uh, me, regardless, it was right. a light machine gun. Um, For sure, he, he fired it right in front of his head, right over his head, and, um, and obviously in real life, that's gonna blow out your ears for sure. Right. So. Kudos for Black Hawk Down actually getting it right. Right. That's, uh, yeah, I'm looking it up because I was curious. Not looked it up. I'm looking at the pictures. It's definitely... Is it? It might be a saw. I the other guy was. had an M60. Yeah, it would make sense for one of them to have one. Whatever. One Light machine gun, regardless. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. basically, if... If it were real life, all action move, all action heroes would be deaf mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. And I'm pretty sure, actually, in, in Die Hard, Bruce yeah. Willis lost his hearing. Yeah, I looked but it wasn't up, it, it wasn't part of the like movie. He actually no, he just lost actually, his... like lost hearing from the blanks. Yeah, right. So he actually had so. ear, you know sound damage, ear damage. So that's and that's another reason is like blanks don't aren't nearly as loud as a, mm-hmm. a gunshot because you don't have an actual projectile projectile right. coming out of the end of the gun too. So. Um, so yeah, gunshots are loud. Loud. There, there was another scene in the walk. There's a scene in the Walking Dead 
Rick Scott is 44 Magnum or is 357 Magnum. He, like, the very first season or, like, the very first episode, I think it was, like, the very first episode of The Walking Dead, he, like, he's surrounded by zombies. He, he's on this horse. He's in Chicago or, or whatever, and he turns the corner, and there's just a huge horde of zombies. They, they eat his horse, oh, yeah. and he runs into the tank. He's in the tank, he takes a grenade, and then there's a, there's a soldier in there, and he's dead, and he wakes up, he's a zombie, and Rick goes, huh, and just shoots him in the face, and it go, and like, and he's like, uh, he starts oh, going, uh, yeah. uh, and it's, there's the ears ringing, because he fired a revolver inside a of a tank. Mag, a and, Colt Python inside, inside of a, of a tank. tank. Yeah, you're going to be deaf for it's a week. Probably a long time. Probably a week. That's irreversible more. hearing damage. Yeah, you're screwed. Um... So, like, yeah, that's good. But then think about how many times they shoot in The Walking Dead and it never hurts. Or right, is. never. So it was like, that was the only time. Yeah, and um, that's probably Walking as Dead, accurate as they get with That was guns. probably the most accurate thing they've ever because done. Because earlier in that episode, he, like, he, he talks ahead. about, uh, they're at, they're, they're at the roadblock. And he's like, he's like, so what are, well, one of his, one of his, like, uh, under under guys or whatever he's like so what do we do when this the news happens and Rick goes just you just make sure your safety's off cowboy or whatever and the guy's holding a Glock <laughs> and he's holding a Glock and Glocks as we know or as we should know do not have safeties he's holding a Glock and says you need to make sure your safety's off and the guy looks at it and goes uh and then you hear like a click <laughs> <laughs> you hear a click and I was like get out of here oh man that's the worst yeah. oh that's the worst what what do you what do you got uh, and this, um, uh, since we're talking uh, decibels, I want to talk about silencers. Okay. Because uh, I don't have much on the subject anyway. I have. I have a little bit on yeah, it too. I have so. Nothing. Uh, wait. Uh, yeah, I have this. It says so. A gunshot's around 160 decibels, and people think you know silencers from the movies at least that make the make the gunshot like really really quiet. If you go to your next tab, I have yep. the silencer stereotypical silencer. Yeah. Sound. So what I have here is that a silencer really only takes away around 30 to 30 30 to 40 decibels that's about all it's taking away and that's you know so 160 you're still almost in that pain pain threshold with a silencer yeah actually on that chart it has yeah. the like the 167 for the Remington 700 mm-hmm. and then you go down to um, Remington 700 suppressed and you're at 133, right. so you're dropping at like 35 decibels. Right, but like, that's a high-caliber rifle. It's a high-caliber rifle. But regardless, that's only two up from an AR, so... Exactly. It's still probably going to hurt your ears. It's going to, yeah. You could should probably still wear ear, ear protection, especially if you're younger and, you know, your ears aren't really broken in yet, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> My ears are definitely broken in. In fact, they're probably broken. But uh, should I play this video? Yeah, go ahead. That's what This is a stereotypical silencer. We all know it. <laughs> that's literally the golden eye silencer yeah, yeah, from that's what it Golden Eye sixty four. Like. So in yeah. in in a gunshot, there's there's three noises that happens whenever you shoot a gun. There's the explosion of the round going off and it exiting the muzzle, so mm-hmm. all the gas is coming out of the front of the gun. As well as the bullet breaking well, the sound it, barrier. That's the second one, the bullet breaking the sound barrier. It's actually going supersonic, so yeah. you're hearing a crack from the bullet. And then the third noise is the action of the gun moving mm-hmm. in uh, semi-automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So what a suppressor does is it slows the gases coming out of the barrel down. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, like think about popping a balloon mm-hmm. or letting all the gas or all the air out of the end of the balloon slowly. Uh-huh. That's essentially what a suppressor does. It right. hits the gases hit all these walls in the suppressor and it slows it down. Mm-hmm. So if you put a suppressor on, you're only eliminating um, one variable of the noise of the gun. So you still have the still supersonic have, bullet yeah. and the action of the gun to yeah. take care of. So now you can go to a subsonic ammo, mm-hmm. which is normally a heavier ammo. It moves slower Isn't speeds. It, yeah. Is that on any type of caliber? Uh, most calibers will have a subsonic hmm. variant or something. It's Normally it's just a heavier grain bullet. With, I did uh, not know that. I thought only 20, 22 had sub, sub, uh, no, subsonic. You could, buy, you could buy 9mm, 5.56, 300 huh. blackout, a lot of stuff. Wow. Most stuff comes in a subsonic. Or you could reload it to be subsonic or right. whatever. But that would be the way to mitigate the supersonic crack of the bullet. Now, there's really no way to um, mitigate the action of the gun. Mm-hmm. So, if you... if you're Say you're in the next room shooting, and say it even does make it 100% quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, eliminates all the gases coming out, and you have the subsonic ammo. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have the, the racking of the slide. Like right. You're going to the, you're gonna hear... Yeah. Grab my, you're going to hear the cycle. Grab my brand new Diamondback AR9, <laughs> DB9. So you have a suppressor on it. Um, you're still going to hear the... Yeah. Like the bolt cycling back and right. forth. You're, you're definitely right on that. Um, suppressors only cut down very minute amount of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, the main reason for a suppressor is for the person shooting the guns hearing protection. Right. Isn't It's not really to make it a sass, quote, assassin quiet mm. to kill people in the next room without being able to hear someone. Right. Um, so replay the uh, the Hollywood silencer one, at least just like the first shot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have, um, there's a video up by Silencer Co. Um, he has a video of him sh- shooting unsuppressed and a suppressed gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's shooting, I'll, I'll read you, because it says what the calibers are and the guns mm-hmm. are, so I'll read that off to you. It's a HK Mark 23, which is a 45 ACP. Yeah. And then he's shooting a HK VP9, obviously a 9mm. Mm-hmm. Um, a Benelli M2 yeah. shotgun, mm-hmm. semi-auto shotgun. And then he's shooting a CZ Bren, which is a two two three rifle. Yeah. And then his last gun he shoots is actually the inter- integrally suppressed Maxim 9 mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. So it has the built-in silencer to right. the gun. So if you want to play the next video, it's going to show you what uh, what those sound like. All right, so... First is the forty five, then the 9mm, then the shotgun. This is a Mark 23, mm-hmm. unsuppressed. This is it suppressed. It sounds like there's a difference there. Huge difference. Mm-hmm. And then here's the HK VP9 9mm. Unsuppressed. This is it suppressed. A big sound difference there. Here's the Benelli M2 12 gauge unsuppressed. And here it is suppressed. You can hear the targets plinging over the sound of the gun going off when mm-hmm. it's even when it's suppressed. There was a, I saw a myth video as I was doing research. I watched a myth video, and there's that this guy claimed that it was a myth that shotguns could be suppressed. 
Yeah, he didn't know what he was talking about. Well, the only reason that they were... They didn't think a shotgun could be suppressed is because um, you have all those walls that the gases have to go through. And mm-hmm. There's all these little, like... There's all the edges and the walls, and a bullet is one solid piece, and it passes right through. Mm-hmm. It passes through the hole in the center of all these walls. Mm-hmm. Um, a shotgun, you have Several. The, sh- the shot inside the wall, the wad, which mm-hmm. is carrying it out of the barrel. And they didn't have a way to keep the shot or the wad from catching on the baffles in the silencer or the mm-hmm. suppressor without messing up the without messing up the suppressor. So I think Silencer Co. is the only one who has a 12-gauge suppressor at the mm-hmm. moment, and I believe they have, like, 15 patents on just the way it works. Like, because they... They were trying to figure it out forever too, but, right? Um, should I continue playing? Yeah, go ahead. Then so yeah, that was CZ. Yeah, CZ Bren. Two two three unsuppressed. It sounds like there's a huge difference there. There's a huge difference, but keep in mind that's also over a video, and people hearing that's over a video over mm-hmm. a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but also. Also keep in mind that Silencer Co. is the best the suppressor best. company right. made in the world, so they make really good stuff. Right, and, um, and he's their, probably uh, also shooting subsonic ammo too. Yeah, that's true. Here's the uh, integrally suppressed nine millimeter with the Maxim nine. Sounds like a twenty two almost. I know, I know, it's crazy. Drum roll. Um, but yeah, that's all I got on silencers. Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically it too. So I mean, yeah, silencers aren't that quiet. Uh-huh. They're not that silent. Another myth is, well, I guess it's not a myth. Um, some people say they should only be called suppressors, not silencers. Right. But I believe whenever the they were invented, they're actually called silencers mm-hmm. when they were invented. So it's an inter- interchangeable term. Right. So I don't, I don't know. So I don't really think I don't know much about that. It's, I mean, I would like to, pr- I would prefer to call them, uh, suppressors just because uh-huh. it makes more sense. But anyway, so, uh, my next big gripe with movies mm-hmm. is guns clicking and cocking when they don't need to. Right. Um, like when they just draw it, whenever they draw a gun or whenever they're like, just aim they're, it. or, people pointing a 1911 at someone and cocking the hammer back. Yeah. You don't have a round in the chamber then, man. I mean, they might. Then the hammer wouldn't... The hammer would already be back. Um, Or, have you ever seen a movie? I I can't think of any off the top of my head where... I can. They'll point. They'll point a gun, and they'll actually cock the gun like several times. Uh, like they'll pull the hammer back a couple times while they're talking no. to the person. No, I've I've seen it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I know. In, in Stand by Me, the very end where Gordy's got the he's got a forty five, nineteen eleven, and he's aiming it at the, the the older brothers who are trying to take the body from them or whatever, and he like he cocks the hammer back. Yeah, well, it sounds legit. It's I mean. it's a single action semi automatic handgun, mm-hmm. and it's it's the hammers put back by the action of the gun. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to be able to have the hammer back, there has to be a round chambered. Mm-hmm. And for in order for a round to be chambered, you have to you know pull the pull the slide slide back, back and into and that you turn can't the- and you can't unless some of the newer ones you can. Um, 
put the but hammer you back. You can't drop the hammer on a 1911. No. It well, Especially you, prob- you probably could, but it's probably not a good idea. Especially one back in like the 60s, 70s, yeah, stuff like that. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so that one gets me. Um, but unless he never had a round in the chamber at all, <clears throat> and he just cocked it back to just be to scare scary. him. Yeah, that's that's a better possibility. That's but, oh, but no, in the movie he shoots one already. He shoots a bullet. He shoots one in the air to scare him. And then aims it, and then he cocks it. Then back. he cocks it, so, so that would have been back no already. Sense. Exactly, yeah. it's that kind of stuff. I forgot about. Or that like part. they get into a big gunfight, and like dude's holding a Beretta, and he cocks it back. It's like so. Wait, in the middle of that gunfight, you, you dropped your hammer. <laughs> yeah. Like, why'd you do that? Like, maybe the, he reloaded and didn't pull the slide back. But the hammer would still be back. Right. Oh, you're talking about he pulled the slide back? No, I'm saying like in a big gunfight with a dude with an M9. Yeah. Um, M9's double action, single action gun. Right. So you have, normally you'll have a, on those kind of guns, you have a decocker as well as a safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he'll get into a big gunfight and then he'll catch up with a bad guy, point the gun at him and cock the cock hammer. It, yeah. It's like a lot hand- of movies do that. Yeah, I know. It Whenever just they dri- get the drop on someone, there's got to be a click. It just drives me nuts. My w- biggest gripe though is whenever somebody pulls a Glock out mm-hmm. and you hear do <laughs> 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 you want to do you know what an, um, do you want to know what a it sounds like to pull a Glock out okay. <laughs> this, this is what it sounds like nothing that's what, that's what, that's what <laughs> it, it sounds, sounds like, like. So, but every all, all kinds of movies somebody will pull out a striker fired pistol and you'll hear like it's just I guess it just seems cool the other thing I've, I've noticed along the same thing lines of uh, guns cocking is uh, people pop the cylinder out of a revolver uh-huh. and then the, the cylinders out of the frame of the gun and, uh, and spin they spin it, it and it goes and, yeah and they click and <laughs> that, clack does, it. that only happens on a uh, I actually have a point about that it happens on like these yeah but not, but not a, double actions yeah, exactly exactly that's so. what I call it's called bargaining Bogarting. Bogarting. B-O-G-A-T. B-O-G-A-R-T-I-N-G. What's that mean? Bogarting. Spinning the cylinder of a double action revolver, I guess. Or when it's inside. Uh, okay. When it's inside. Okay. Not I guess when it's that, I guess that could probably work the same for yeah, this. Yeah, if you had to click the hammer halfway back, yeah. But, I mean, they'll do it whenever it's... A double re- action revolver can't do that. Yeah, right out of the... Well, they'll do it when the cylinders out of the slot mm. or out of the frame I think it's whenever it's not it's it's not the falsehood of spinning a cylinder that's not what bogarting is it's just spinning it in general right 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 but um, uh yeah that one drives that's me what I, that's too. all I have on that but I did have that point I did want to make I know you have this next one I have too but go um it's about people whenever they get shot they get chucked back in the air mm-hmm. so what do you have on that guy uh I have to find it because I'm a little sloppy right now. Um, well, everybody, while you look for it, I'll explain I actually it. just don't think I wrote it down. I just kind of like, that's bullcrap. No, yeah, I don't have well, anything. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, yeah, it doesn't make unless any sense. Unless it's a harpoon gun. I still don't even <laughs> think that would make it. Unless it's a, maybe a cannonball? Yeah. Like. Uh, even then, probably. Man, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You're I, in I, the cannon. Probably not. Um, oh, but, yeah, I do have that. Guns can't make people fly. I'm stupid. Or or their guts. Uh, their yeah. guts can't fly. The blood will, 
the guts one. And the, the first movie, and it should be everybody's movie for this, is Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Django Unchained. There's even this scene at the end where she, he's like, he's like, okay, whatever, uh, something candy. Leonardo DiCaprio's wife in the movie, something like Miss Keisha or something. Miss Keisha? No, that's from a vine. <laughs> Miss Keisha, that's from a vine. I forget her name, but she's like the she's uh, you know, not not his wife, his sister. He says, "Please say goodbye to Miss Keisha for me." She's like, "You want me to what? Say goodbye to Miss Keisha?" She turns around, "Bye, Miss Keisha," and then he shoots her. But the thing is, he's up on the stairs in the in the foyer or whatever, and she's down. Imagine you walk down the stairs, turn completely to the left, and walk toward the doorway doorway. She's standing in that doorway while he's up on the stairs. He's shooting at like a 45 degree angle from his frontwards and she goes flying straight backwards. It doesn't go in the, like, the direction See, she's Like shooting. Even if it did work that way, it wouldn't make That's any apparently sense. a big, uh, gun, a, a, not a gun buff. Yeah, maybe a gun buff. That's a big movie buff Buff that critics were talking about. How the hell did she fly sideways when she sh- when he well, shot she him? she shouldn't have flew flown at all. all and she, she flew like dropped. 20 feet. <laughs> when you get shot, you drop. Yeah. That's how it works. Then the reason that works is because of Newton, some guy, you know, you probably know this man, Isaac Sir Newton. Isaac Newton. Yeah, never heard um, of him. Yeah, I believe he he's no relation to the Figs. Ben, the Fig, the fig <laughs> brother Newton of family. Ben Franklin. No, <laughs> no, but um, what his uh, it's every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So in order for somebody to fly back whenever they get shot, the person shooting the gun would have to fly back too, mm-hmm. like. Guns don't have that much force whenever yeah. they come out. Like, I mean, you have the recoil of the gun, mm-hmm. but it, it it just won't happen. Yeah. It's physics; mm-hmm. it just can't happen. And like, I, I maybe if you got hit by a bus, like, <laughs> yeah. But I, I still don't even see it flying back that far. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's all I have for. I have other ballistic ones, but not, yeah, go ahead, do so you get. bullets. Stuff that bullets don't go through. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a, so, I have yeah, a lot on uh, that. movies. With the, you know, a lot of have to do with bullets and water, and like how far a bullet will travel in water. And the movies they have like a whole adult male's height, height, length, and, and distance. And the once it's sh- once you shoot a bullet and it, it hits the f- surface and travels like six feet, but in reality it only goes like two feet, a couple, a few, if that. If that, and they don't most certainly don't keep a straight line of trajectory once they break the surface, so that's what and I have. And they on don't have water. any energy. Yeah, they no water. water. So like, if it does hit you when you're like two feet <clears throat> deep, it's only gonna it's gonna hurt. It might hurt. It's gonna feel like an from, airsoft bullet. From what I've seen um, in the research I did for this, uh, like a higher velocity round, like a round moving a lot, lot faster, has mm-hmm. more potential to break up when it hits right. the water and just go into a million pieces. Like handgun rounds. They're, they'll move, like like you said, a couple feet, mm-hmm. um, but they don't have any energy whenever mm-hmm. they come. It's not going to really feel like anything. Like, I've shot rounds into, like, a creek bed of, like, a couple inches of water yeah. and pulled F- out a fully intact round, like, yeah. nothing. So it's, ju- it's just like jumping off a bridge. It doesn't happen. Like, yeah, you hit like the concrete. You, you hit something <laughs> going super fast, it, it's going to act it's like gonna a feel solid. It's going to feel concrete, yeah. Yeah, and it's just going to stop the round. So so if you're being chased by someone shooting, jump in a giant jump lake. Jump in some water, yeah. Jump in the water. Just make sure the bridge you jump off isn't too high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next, uh, I have uh, bullets can't blow up engines or gas tanks. Uh, yeah, That's the bullets... The bullets, you know, if, if a bullet penetrates a gas tank, which it shouldn't because the new uh, 
the new you know safety protocol for the integrity of a gas tank in a modern day vehicle is it just won't it won't a bullet might not go through it I think a bullet would go through it. I don't. I think there. It is, wouldn't ignite the gasoline. Yeah, there's, there's not enough spark from entering the metal that it would actually ignite. Yeah, I anything. mean, and the reason for not the, even shooting the engine block. There's no spark because I mean, it, bullets do spark sometimes. Uh huh. Very rarely. Mm-hmm. It has to be that's only perfect on conditions, stone. or sometimes it's actually you hit a stone and it's a piece of the stone you hit hitting mm-hmm. another stone and right. that's the spark you're right. seeing but a bullet's made out of copper and lead yeah they're both non-ferrous metals so right. they're not gonna they're not gonna spark you're not gonna spark not gonna ignite um so and like you said most gas tanks are designed not to blow up mm-hmm. so unless you're shooting i can't even think of a scenario where you where like like you said, even not getting shot at, cars and gas tanks are designed not to explode. Yeah. Um, for the mirror, they do sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they will explode. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but be never from being shot. Yeah, never. Hardly yeah. even from a car crash. Exactly. Hardly ever. But it does happen. Uh, yeah, it's, more so gas that, tanks though. are made to contain the fuel and contain right. contain so, like, the fire. So like shooting, even shooting gasoline, it it would only go from the spark of your gun, if anything. Not if from anything. yeah, not from the bullet, would. not from the bullet hitting it or anything at the surface or anything like that. But uh, my next one, it's obvious, is uh, body armor can't stop all bullets, or bu- can't stop all a single a bullet of all caliber. Uh, Most like, calibers, just like though. whenever the back, the good guy gets shot, and then everybody think he's dead, and at <laughs> the end of the movie, he rips he open his jacket. He's like, oh. In this case, I was, I was referring to Back to the Future in the end, where <laughs> Doc Brown just gets lit up by a whole magazine of an AK-47. And he's just like, oh, jeez, I know, it all caught the vest. And he's like, wearing like soft body armor. Yeah, and it, they'd all, it stopped all the bullets of the seven sixty rounds. The the more amazing thing is that every bullet hit the vest. Mm-hmm. Like he, that guy didn't. No, that's get, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Was he just apparently every bullet found the the center of a piece of his plate? Yeah, right. And if I rem- if I'm remembering this correctly, did, I, did you watch the scene whenever you looked that up? Yeah. The, if I'm his vest, I believe had a zipper down the middle of it. I don't remember that. So, so if anything, it was literally just a vest, like a tactical vest, right? And like not, no plate carrier, no bulletproofing or Kevlar or anything. But like, as we we learned at the concealed carry expo, there's tons of different t- kinds of body armor. Yeah, that's the first thing we looked at. Um, they have soft body armor, which is Kevlar, and then they have polymer body armor, it's steel plates, ceramic, ceramic plates, like a lot of stuff. There's tons of different stuff, but like. Soft body armor is only going to stop your handgun calibers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Not going to stop a rifle round or no way. It might stop a like a sh- shotgun slug or something I, like no, that. I don't think. I but don't I'm, know. For but I'm sure, not 100 sure. Based on my guess, I'd say no. I would. I would assume no too. Right. But uh, moving on. Next ballistic myth I have is a, a pistol, like your revolver, nine millimeter, cannot cut through a hangman's rope. A rope that's thick enough for that hang a hangman's noose? No, it's not going to happen. Take a full mag or... Uh, even that, if you hit it, if you I hit... Remember. Mythbusters did that at one point, uh, Yeah, I that's right. I don't remember, though. But a rifle round, maybe not a two two three, but like a high-caliber three oh eight thirty 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 out 6 if you hit it dead center... 50 BMG. 50 BMG. You don't even have to be close. You have to be... You could even just be close. <laughs> that's going to cut the rope. It's going to graze it. Just get that 20... It's going to disintegrate... 
Get that 20 millimeter from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're shooting <Boom>. that. <laughs> um, Jeez. But yeah, you can't cut through a hangman. You can't cut through a, a rope with a pistol or a revolver. So the westerns you see were, were like in the, the scene in The Quick and the Dead, where it doesn't actually happen. The girl, spoiler alert, the girl, when she has her flashback, the outlaws about to have her dad hung he's sitting he's sitting on his tippy toes on a stone ready for them to kick it out and hang him and he's like the guy outlaws give his his little daughter a gun and say shoot the rope you get one shot and he shoots him in the front shoots him in the head (laughs) (laughs) shoots him in the head she had the angle right just not the trajectory (laughs) so she was actually trying to shoot the rope yeah she had to shoot the rope and uh, she missed but uh, well I guess if she she was on she hit him in the head so she just aimed a little bit higher she might have like in, in movie theory you need that Tennessee, uh, Tennessee windage, Tennessee elevation, yeah, I don't know Kentucky elevation, I think. But yeah, you're not cutting through rope with a pistol. Sorry, no, guys. Definitely not. No, I've, and, uh, I've, we've, I mean, Mazzy's cut through a shoelace before with an oh, AR. that's a shoelace and that's an AR for sure. That's going to happen. Um, along the lines of the water, that reminded me of something I have here. Um, cover versus concealment. You see mm-hmm. all the time in movies. With People ba- hiding behind cars. Oh, uh, or happens all the time in cop shows. Mm-hmm. They'll pop open the door and then they'll like, hide behind the door. They'll like, hide right behind the car door. It's like, man. Unless they're, but they're probably not. Maybe they're windows. Nah, windows wouldn't stop around either. If they're bulletproof. No, nah, bulletproof. cops don't have bulletproof nah, windows. Nah. Nah. But um, bottom line is, there's really not a lot of stuff out there that's bulletproof, like common day things that mm-hmm. are bulletproof. Um, Except, like, the engine block, which is what we're well, probably going to talk about. Well, the things you see in movies are, um, or I'm sorry, the things you see in movies that they hide behind all the time, common things, doors, walls, kitchen tables, couches, car, uh, car doors, mm-hmm. um, all those are most of the common things you'll see. None of those make good cover at all. No, Bullet will go through everything. They make good, con- decent concealment. Exactly. Right. And, and if you want to go to... Um, I'm actually on that tab. Are you on that tab? Do you want to read that for me? It says, The difference between cover and concealment is a simple is, is a simple one. Uh, if it doesn't stop a bullet, then it's considered to be concealment. Because you are... Uh, and so if, if a bullet doesn't, if it doesn't stop a bullet, then it's considered to be concealment because that is all it is really doing. Concealing your location. Cover is something that will not only conceal your location, but stop a bullet as well. It's pretty, well, it's pretty simple. So it's, it's, and it's, the thing is it's not interchangeable either because like a bulletproof, like a pane of bulletproof glass is cover, Mm -hmm. but it's not concealment, Mm -hmm. but it's greater than or equal to. Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> you always want to look for cover. If you can't find cover, you want to find good concealment. concealment. Right. But um, good co- cover. things. Uh, a couple things that are good cover. Engine blocks. Yeah, but the even rim, then, the rims on on cars are good. Really? Um, yeah. If you like, if you were like laying down behind a rim, a couple rims, or like if you were standing at an angle behind your wheel and the engine block. Oh yeah. And then that would be a good position. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I never thought of this. I saw this on... I forget what website it was. I'll have to give them credit. I think it was concealedcarry.com, actually. A filled file cabinet. I didn't even think about that. That's with a good paper. one. paper. Oh, yeah. yeah file huh. cabinet filled with papers. Who has file cabinets anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to I me. I guess if you're in like an office building or something, that would be a good... No, man, my office building doesn't even have file cabinets. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just People thinking... Are, a lot of companies are going green. I'm just that saying, like, no if, paper at well, all. if you're out there and your f- company has a fi- has a bunch of file cabinets and somebody comes in shooting, mm-hmm. 
You, you know that you could hide it. behind a file cap, mm-hmm. filing cabinet. Um, just maybe, make sure you maybe hide more so like on the front side and the back side. Yeah, don't from just the like side. yeah, don't go from the sides. I was the thinking you want as many stop. you want as many sheets of paper in between you and the bad guy as possible. Yeah, so either in the front where the drawers come out or the exact opposite side. And along the same tone of that, like a bookshelf, like a fully stocked. Now bookshelf. that's where you want to be on the sides of it. Yeah, you want to be on that's the sides. You want to be on the sides because that's you where make the books... yourself as small as possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the best. Quite honestly, the best one, um, best form of cover, which the military's been using for years, mm-hmm. is sand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sand, I think uh, a round will only go through like six inches of sand before Absolutely. it stops. And even if it does go through that, it's not going to have any energy. It's mm-hmm. just going to bounce off you almost. I mean, it might not bounce off you, mm-hmm. but it might. you're probably not going to get killed by right. it. Um, and then, I mean, obviously like some stone walls and things like that. But even, mm-hmm. I remember in... You remember in the movie Four Brothers, last shootout scene? Um, in front of the house? Yeah, whenever Mark, uh, Marky Marks... Oh, they were uh, sitting behind the front porch. He was, he like, was center hot, block. Yeah, it was, like, just brick, like a brick wall. Yeah, and they were. The, I think the guys actually said, like, oh, he's behind the brick, jackhammer it. And they start full auto and hit the yeah. brick, and it starts punching through it. Yeah, so, it's probably some realism so there. So I think on, on my next tab, uh, it's actually concealedcarry.com. And he has a couple different points on um, cover and concealment. Um, things to take note of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll read a couple of them. Different firearms, different calibers. Uh, different firearms and different calibers of bullets have unique stopping power and potential for penetration depending on their vo- velocity. So, mm-hmm. obviously, a 9mm, different penetration than a 50 BMG. Oh, for sure. Some bullets, or even a five five six. Yeah, exactly. They're all all rounds are different in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, some bullets, for example, are jacketed. Mm-hmm. So some have copper jacket on them. Some don't. Some have steel. Some well, not a steel jacket. Some will just be a lead a lead uh, a lead round. Right. Or some will be a copper jacket with a steel core. Uh-huh. So there's tons of different variants on that too. Um, and this is the one I was kind of thinking about whenever it came to the bricks. Um, you have to consider that some things that will stop a single shot may not stop more than one or multiple yeah. shots. Oh yeah. So if you're behind, hiding behind a brick wall, maybe maybe the first ten. <laughs> first ten, you might be all right, but once you start seeing bricks start chipping through, you might want to yeah, find a some, different position. Some dust pu- puffing through. <laughs> yeah. You should probably do something about that. And then, like I was saying about the sand. Um, while some things won't fully fully stop a bullet, they might slow it down enough for it to not, not be lethal. Right. So, which, which, like I said, sand's a very good one, so if you guys want to line your drywall with sand, sand, so have your whole house <laughs> bulletproof, just cut little, like, slits in the top yeah. of your walls, and you can right. just pour sand into it, <laughs> and just have sand all through your house. Like Triple Frontier with the money, just right. but with sand. Right. <laughs> We're being facetious. Don't actually do that. I think you should do it. 100%. Actually pour sand yeah. in oh, your walls. It. Yeah, everybody, go ahead, do it. <laughs> let yeah, us know dude. how it goes. Yeah, I wanna, I'm curious. <laughs> Drop your link in the comments section below. Yeah, let me uh, let me know that. how your homeowner's insurance feels about that. Right, I'm sure it's going to be a lot warmer in your house. Um, but basically, colder yeah. even. So that's cool. In t in movies and TV shows, they're always using bogus stuff as mm-hmm. cover. So that was the bottom line. Yeah, there. should I go to my next point? Yeah, go ahead. So next one I want to talk about. It's just funny. I have some information to uh, back it up. Is that guns? Do not go off when they're dropped. Mostly, mostly, yeah. Because there's some exceptions, like the Mac 10. Will the old school Mac 10 produced before in 1980s 85? Uh, it's in the movie 
in the movie uh, True Lies with Jamie Lee Curtis. Before the modern drop safety test in 1968, when the Mac-10 was first manufactured, you would drop a Mac-10 and it it would go off. Maybe not like fully automatic, but I, okay. sometimes that okay. would happen. Okay, there's your okay. yeah. So yeah, like I've, there's the modern drop safety test. Because I was in thinking of that True Lies movie because she, she drops, drops an Mac-10 and it, yeah, every time it hits, it's like and it kills like five guys. Yeah, but yeah, I have that and um. So yeah, back in 1968, they you know, reinst- they inst- not reinstated. They instated a, a gun right act. Uh, I'm not sure what it was called, but yeah, what was that? It was a pen. But yeah, um, you know, weapons before the 1960 1968 did not have to undergo this test, and some were susceptible to being dropped and going off, like um, the Mac 10, the at least the older version. I don't even know if they still. I'm pretty sure the Mac 10s that are made today are, uh, what's it called? They construct them. Illegally, I've uh, seen no. some people make Mac tens. Um, well, it's hard to get. I mean, full auto Mac tens. Not in you person. Really get. I have seen them on the internet that they're like being confiscated. Well, full auto Mac tens. Um, they're I think anything before like eighty five or whatever. Whatever the I can't remember the date offhand, but right. that's the only ones you can get. Um, and then we had a little issue last couple of years with the Sig Sawyer. Um, oh yeah. They released a gun. That. They released a gun that a uh, that would go off if you dropped it um, at a certain specific angle. Uh-huh. To be fair, I mean these drop tests that they go through are very rigorous. Uh-huh. Um, but they're testing it in all very specific ways. Which whenever you drop a gun, first roll a thumb. Don't if you drop a gun, don't try and catch it. <laughs> like Run. don't don't do, <laughs> no. yeah don't don't do it. Um, you never know if your finger's going to slip right in the trigger guard or something, gun's going to go off. Right. Don't try and catch a falling exactly. gun. Don't try and catch a falling knife. Two rolls. Yeah, more so, that. you're more dumb for the knife. Yeah, well, I've, I've made that mistake before, but don't try and catch a falling gun. It's just a very dangerous situation. Um, but, to be fair, if you take... There's probably several handguns, modern-day handguns, and if you hit them with a hammer the very specific way on the back of the gun uh-huh. like it might go off oh yeah but chances are if you drop it it's not going to hit it that very specific spot right. and go off like uh, sig got unlucky last yeah, last couple very of years unlucky. but i the, think they, I, uh, since then they resolved all that issues so. another uh yeah another gun i have about that and this was all definitely before the the drop safety tests and 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 uh and stated in uh 1968 is the the sten the British sten. Oh yeah, they used to throw them in rooms. Yep, I have it here. They used <laughs> to throw Brits, them in rooms. Brits would uh Brits would, I can't read my damn handwriting. Brits would throw them into rooms full of Nazis to let the mechanical failure do the majority of the hard work, according to legend. <clears throat> well. I, I actually looked into that too. Really? Um, they would throw them into rooms. Is it the same thing? Like you said with the Mac 10 where it wouldn't fire full auto. Right. Um, but they would get, since the Sten was such a cheap gun, yeah. they would get like five of them Just and throw them chuck, in the room. Them, <laughs> chuck them all in. <laughs> chuck them Is all that for real? Room. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully it would take out some. And like. As the, I think it was probably mostly as a distraction than it was to like hopefully kill someone. Yeah, it's like you see something get chucked in the corner of the room and a gunshot goes off in an enclosed space. And yeah, they're gonna like be we were like, talking what? about your ears are blown out now. It's not like it's, it's gonna go do 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 and like take out a bunch. Yeah, of exactly. Just like it, like it 
that's exactly what happened in True Lies, right? Yeah, it took like two or three guys out. Yeah, I remember that movie, that scene distinctively, thinking like, ah, oh, that wouldn't happen. I remember we were talking about another instance that a gun would go off if you dropped it. It was when you would, uh, if you had a 1911 and you cocked it back and put the hammer up. Yeah. That's yeah. when you would, if you were to drop it, that would activate the pin. Because yeah. it's like pretty much halfway ready to fire. If you if you have a 1911 with a round uh, in the in the magazine and you cock the you cock the slide back, put it forward, round in the chamber and you release the hammer like you know what you would a revolver, you hold the trigger in and release the revol- the the hammer to uh, rest behind the uh, Yeah, it's not going to the plate. Uh, if you drop it, you're probably it might get it most likely will go off. And that's what I was saying earlier that like most newer 1911s have that trigger safety in it, mm-hmm. so or not trigger safety. They have a safety mechanism like in a it. Plate um, it's like up, I think right? it's called a hammer hammer bar, or I'm sorry, like I don't a, even know. it's a firing pin block is what it is. Okay. Um, so whenever you pull the trigger, it moves that firing pin block out mm-hmm. of the way. But on like an older 1911, like for sure, and older revolvers oh, yeah. too, where they have the firing pin right on oh, the yeah. right on it. Um, I think that's all I got on my first page of notes here. Everything we just talked about. <laughs> well, how about this one? Yeah. You don't have to aim a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. All these, um, the stereotype of, uh, you point it at your target, uh, you point it at your target, mm-hmm. and a, uh, cone of death comes out of the front of <laughs> yeah, it. right. Um. I mean, you'll probably hit your target, not aiming, but you won't no. kill it. I mean, that's 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 probably what I'm saying. Um, most shotguns using buckshot, they have a spread of one inch per yard. Yeah. So at at what six six feet, it's still it's gonna be like pretty that. Pretty concealed, and yeah. So at mid to close ranges, you're still gonna have to aim with a shotgun. Oh yeah. So video games, movies definitely portray that one wrong. Uh-huh. So if you actually want to click this next tab. This is a this is from uh, a movie called Open Range. Mm-hmm. Um, he does this shotgun scene. And it actually goes over. How far are you in on that video? Uh, I'm in. Uh, you, yeah. No. Uh, I was gonna say. No, I, I, you want to be on? Oh, yeah, uh, there it one. is. That's okay. It. So this actually goes over uh, two of the ones we talked about: people getting thrown back, mm. and you don't need to aim a shotgun and it just shoots this yeah. violent giant ball of lead coming out yeah, of the, the powder size of, a of human lead yeah. out the barrel Should I so, hit play? yeah go ahead hit play he's got a double barrel she's aiming at the broadside of a barn where the other guy is yeah he <laughs> shoots through and gets him he shoots this guy through a wall with you can pause it I mean he, he shoots, aimed he, he, he aimed it but he shoots this guy through a wall yeah it with not only old school buckshot, not only busts a hole through the barn, but sends the guy flying. Six, sends six him feet. totally across the alley. Yeah, like no, up cool. in the air. It's it was cool. cool. This whole this fake. I'm gonna post a link to this scene, it's and I want to show you the whole scene whenever I'm done. Yeah, because um, this is the most ridiculous movie I've, or movie <laughs> clip I've ever seen. Um, shout out! Does look like a good good movie. Shout out to. Uh, Wasted Ammo podcast guys, all the Wasted Ammo podcast listeners, because I actually asked a question on the their closed group and asked for some gun myths and stuff, and they, they didn't disappoint. Somebody actually posted this clip, so really? I can't remember what his name is, but thanks a lot. This is 
excellent. Um, Word. Full of tons, tons. Just knows of all gun. the movie buffs. No, no, no. This this clip right here is just full of tons of gun screw ups that Hollywood did. So if you want to, actually, if you want to go to that next one that says uh, open range. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, yeah. is one where he's carrying a sick, sick shooter with about 12 shots in it. <laughs> so, uh, so, ready? This guy right here, ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, an, wasn't any special revolver. It was a sick it was shooter. A standard, single, single action. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, what's it called? He's fanning it. He's fanning it. Like, that's whenever there's like stuff. Arthur Morgan. Yeah. So I'll, like I said, I'll post this link. You guys could watch this full six-minute video. Of this fuckery. We gotta watch this movie. It looks really. It looks <laughs> it, fun. It to looks watch. pretty all right. Um, but the gun fuckery is just too much. See, yeah. When I watch movies, I don't. I don't notice that. See, I'm so just, the ones that are obvious. I do, but not. See, I'm. I'm not, the, a, not in the in the in, ins and outs of it. I'm such a gun buff that whenever they don't get it right, it pisses me off. It's like you're spending mm. millions of dollars to make this movie. Yeah, it's like you it can't right. hire a good good armorer to be like, hey, you that, get it right that, in John Wick. I'm pretty sure. There's a couple things. Yeah. What about the scene in John Wick? You, well, you've never seen seen this second I one. Seen I believe. Chapter two. I've seen the first um, well, one. there's this scene where they're him and a bad guy or whatever you want to call him, another assassin. Mm-hmm. They're walking down the street and the. Other assassin is up on like a like a balcony, like they're in like a mall. It almost looks like mm-hmm. an outdoor mall. One dude's like up a level, and then John Wick's down below, and they both have suppressors on their guns, mm-hmm. and they're both shooting back and forth in a crowded mall, shooting back nobody and forth each other, them. and you just hear pew 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 like <laughs> back and forth, and nobody's even nobody noticing. notices them, unless it's like a if it's a loud atmosphere, maybe. No, it's not at all. No, well, yeah. even if it was, no. Really? You're going to hear a gunshot. Even if it's suppressor, even if it's a 22 subsonic, you're gonna, oh. someone's going to hear it. And if you're shooting as you're walking, all regardless, there, there's they do a lot of stuff well because he was trained well right. for it. And a lot of the guns in the movie are real guns um, oh, made, yeah. made by real people. Real manufacturers. So, yeah. Like, yeah, real man. Like, I can go order his guns right now. Mm-hmm. I mean... They do a lot of stuff well, but there are some. I'm not going to give them. I'm not going to just give them the benefit of the doubt right, right, up, right off the bat. Right. So, um, right. I do need to see the third one since it just came out. I need out, to see so, both. Yeah, so second need, and the third. We'll go. You saw the down. first one, right? Yeah. Okay. It's like so. twice. Yeah, I saw it like three to three times, <laughs> three or four times. Um, I love Keanu Reeves. <clears throat> Keanu Reeves is just the class act. I got one more thing. Right, it's on got? gun blanks. Is okay. that uh? We'll got movies that use gun blanks. Uh, you know they have full. I think they will get guns that are fully automatic, fully auto with fully auto receivers, and they use gun blanks. But or like a Desert Eagle. If you notice what the Desert Eagle blanks is, whenever they use a real life, they use a real Desert Eagle, but they use the 50 AE or the 44. If anyone, if there's a sequence when a guy's shooting a Desert Eagle, bow, 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 you'll notice that the gun's jammed, but it'll keep firing because a, a, a blank round that. from a 44 or a 50 won't cycle the next round because it's too light. A it's lot too, of the time, too yeah. weak of a well, charge. A lot of people discharge. don't. A lot of people don't know they actually use real guns a lot of the times oh, yeah, on movie with fake sets ammo. with just with just blank rounds in them, mm-hmm. and that's actually a lot of the times why you can see people 
one hand in deagles mm-hmm. and no, have no recoil or mm-hmm. most well pretty much anytime you see somebody shooting in a movie their yeah, guns don't have yeah. don't have any recoil it's not enough um, recoil to cycle the next round and you'll notice um, that people are just shooting and like and the guns jammed locked back and then we'll keep shooting and it's actually not because the the blank doesn't have any enough like gases coming out to cycle it mm-hmm. it's actually because there's nothing coming out of the front of the gun. Right. Like we talked about Newton's third law. Yeah. Not, there's nothing coming out of the front of the gun right. to push that's the gun backwards. Exactly. Uh, that's what it's needs. Um, that's what it needs. But yeah, that's a good point. Never, I didn't think to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's um, all, that's all I got. That is my I've, I've seen, I've seen movies. Um, actually, do you remember, it was a big thing back in the day, um, whenever Justin Bieber was on CSI or something? Oh uh, yeah, and he and got shot a bunch him. of times. <laughs> they smoked him. Um, I forget what the detective's name is. Forgot about that. Um, or the cop's name is whenever he's walking up to him, but who's the one who was shooting him. He walks up, and you can see his, in his hand, his Glock has a round wedge right in it. Mm-hmm. It's, inoperable at the mm-hmm. moment and actually that movie close i don't know if you saw it or not yet no um it's on netflix there's a scene whenever the young girls bodyguards are running through mazzy actually pointed it out to me i didn't even notice really? it um wow young girls bodyguards are running through the building trying to like kill all these bad guys mm-hmm. he's i think he has a glock he's running through the glock and he's shooting and shooting and shooting he's running through and this one scene he turns a corner and his slides lock back on his mm-hmm. on his gun um she noticed it. she's like is his gun supposed to be like that and i'm like no it's no, not it's not but yeah the I, stuff like that guns being shit. out of battery i don't think there's a, can you name a movie that's got it right through and through i'd have to think about it and get it back black hawk down got it pretty close yeah um, I mean, there's definitely still some fucked up shit in it. I mean, I wouldn't notice. Um, and, and like, that's the thing. It's hard for, like, if I, without any sort of military or law enforcement background uh-huh. or, or tons of experience, all I have is gun knowledge. Right. Um, I don't have any experience actually shooting at people or being get, or right. being shot at. Do you think at. Saving Private Ryan got it right? Um, no. Because remember the bullets going through the water, killing people at the very beginning? Oh, uh, yep. That's right. Nope. And shooting someone through a scope, you can't do that either. Yeah, angle. You, you can't do that. Trajectory so. would be wrong. Well, not even the trajectory, but there's so many panes of glass in in, in the scope. It, that would, it would change it, trajectory. Not change direct trajectory, eh, but it would actually probably stop the bullet. Really? It would probably catch it, even yeah. Even that old World War Two bullet? That old War II, World War Two glass? Yeah, probably. Like, probably. I mean, they probably, had, magnified thick, glass. They probably had thicker, yeah. stronger glass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other thing, uh, only other thing I really have to point out, um, reloading. Oh, yeah. They do not reload. Yeah. A lot of just continue it, continue oh, fire. Oh, you'll see somebody fire a full auto AK or an M16 for... 20 minutes without reloading a gun or that magic John Wick does a lot did a lot in the first one I don't know if they do it in the second one um, or the third one Um, I want to say John Wick chapter 3 is the most accurate gun handling ever I would hope so hey should I pull up that clip you're talking about no don't don't pull it up yet I feel like they uh they had a lot of shooting no reloading shooting pistol over and over and over and over and over again Never dropping a mag, throwing a new one in. Right. Just like we were talking about Triple Frontier, we never saw. We saw two people reload the, the entire movie. movie, the whole movie. 
Um, but now, if you want to pull up, uh, this is from what's this movie? The, the town. town. Um, was the good town? Old, good old Ben Affleck again. Yeah. <laughs> better than he, he's better in here than he was in Triple Frontier. Oh man! But this is when they're robbing the bank, uh, the second bank in the nun costumes, and they're they're made. They're 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 compromised. They're in the van. They're surrounded, and the he one of the dudes, I believe it's a freaking Green Arrow or whatever from the Avengers. Hawkeye, Hawkeye from the Avengers. What's his name? Oh. I f- always forget his I can't name. His name off the top of my head. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Yes. Jeremy Renner just goes here. I'll let you know when he's holding. It. <laughs> Fuck. I'll let you know when he's holding the trigger. Shut the engine off now. Put your hand- right here. Ready? Still going. Same guy. Same guy. Same guy. New guy. But even at that point. Jeremy Renner must... I think it's him. He, it all he has was... A, he has an AK-74 Draco or something like that. Really short-barreled <coughs> AK-4774. And he doesn't have no extendo mag on that. He's got a 30-round clip. And that was at least 60 rounds. Now, if we go to the next one, we have... Wait, the, hold on one second. I think the second guy... So this is the second guy shooting. Second guy. That was about 30 rounds. That sounded about right. Jeremy Renner, still shooting. Is he still shooting? Still shooting. And that's it. No, that's the same guy? No. Okay, this guy's got an extended mag, it looks like. I don't think Jeremy Renner did, though. But yeah, uh, too many bullets, my friend. Yeah, so if you go to the next clip, we have a full auto Romanian Wasser 10. This is an actual AK-47 with a 30-round clip. And this is how long the duration... Magazine. Sorry, thank you. This is how long (laughs) the, the gun would fire full auto. Right here. You're out of ammo. You're out. Yeah. And actually, in Four Brothers, I th- I saw that too. They uh, whenever they were shooting at the brick, mm-hmm. they were shooting like 150 rounds nonstop. Like, yeah, I don't even know what they had. Like every gun in movies must be belt fed. Mm-hmm. Every single one. <laughs> they have Hand- to. Handguns to bolt they action have rifles. To. Oh, here's a scene for you: mm-hmm. Walking Dead, when all the yeah. zombies are busting out of the barn at the farm. Yeah. And Herschel's standing there with his Remington 870. Yeah. And he's had, what's a Remington 870 hold? Five shots? Yeah. Five shots six, max? Five or six? Six, six max. He shot like Maybe. 14. I think he holds five. Four yeah. plus one, I believe. Yeah. Um, but he shot, I think, 12 or 13 times before he reloaded. It's like, come on, guys. So, what are you going to do? Write a strongly worded letter that will get ignored, and that's about it. Yeah, right, right. But yeah. Um, maybe they'll hire one of us to, to do it for him and try and get him right. The last thing I have here is people don't die, or people in movies die from one shot. All the t- a lot of the time. Yeah. Maybe not all the time. Sometimes you'll have people get shot. Well, sometimes you'll have people yeah, get shot. Yeah, like, sh- they'll get like winged in the short- shoulder and go down for good. Yeah, I mean... You'll That's see. You'll see people. Ryan. You'll see people get shot once in the chest and just drop and be dead. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. People get shot in the head and still live. Mm-hmm. I, I read an article. Um, a woman, she was sitting. She was sitting at home, and her husband came home like all pissed off or whatever, mm-hmm. and shot her in the head and then killed himself. Mm-hmm. And then whenever the police came, she asked the police if they wanted any tea. Mm-hmm. Like she was making tea, like whenever the police shot, her, she wow. got shot in the head. Yeah, so and I remember another article. 
Um, I wish I could remember where these came from. These are just off the top of my head. Um, there was a woman, uh, woman and her daughter. They were at home, and there was a break-in, and the bad guy came chasing after him, and she grabbed her 38 special revolver and hid in, like, the crawl space of the attic or, or the basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy was coming in, and she unloaded all five rounds into the guy's face, mm-hmm. and he lived to stand trial. Wow. Oh, yeah, I remember you told me that. So, That's I mean, crazy. Yeah, so there's another article... I, th- I believe it was a cop and a bad guy got into a gunfight. It lasted like two minutes. 35, 40 rounds were exchanged between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I think it was close to like 50, actually. Yeah. And I think he hit the bad guy like 17 times mm-hmm. or 16 times. like, And he didn't drop until that last round. Mm-hmm. So, One shot, one kill, not and really. So, Unless like, it's your... So, so people like this is what I was trying to tell you with the the like forty to nine millimeter debate. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're saying, forty has more stopping power or whatever. Mm-hmm. No caliber has any different stopping power than one another. It's mm-hmm. all about shot placement. Mm-hmm. So you have the thoracic triangle and I believe the brain stem are mm-hmm. the only two surefire ways to actually turn off someone's lights. Mm-hmm. Unless you're and, talking. Nine millimeter compared to fifty from a deagle. Uh, I mean, well, maybe even I don't know. I've That'll seen stop. Pe- people <laughs> get shot by all kinds of stuff and live mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. People get blown up by grenades and still live. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, here's a story too. Uh, cop shot a bad guy, mm-hmm. shot him directly in the heart. Mm-hmm. Dude ran for two minutes before he died. Right. I've shot deer. Oh yeah. With a three oh eight. And whenever I've gotten them, I've taken their heart out, and it's Kicking. been in pieces. Yeah. And they've they ran for 300 yards after I shot them before I found them laying there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, bottom line is, you can take a... The, human body is a sponge for, for damage. Mm-hmm. Human body is made to be able to kind of repair itself and you get you break an ankle your ankle swells to kind of keep it in place things like that um so it, the human body's designed to take a lot of damage and still keep going so um if you're ever shot or hurt or something like that mm-hmm. don't uh don't quit don't give up yeah don't fight. think just don't think just because you get shot once you're done you're out yeah. of the fight especially if you're a concealed carrier mm-hmm. um we need you yeah you, you gotta fight. you gotta stay in the fight if you're if you're in a gunfight and you get shot once if you get shot in the arm or something like that you can't just say oh well this is over i'm dead mm-hmm. you gotta keep going until your last breath or until his last breath because that's all you got yeah so that's all you got so, do you have any final parting words for us, Marco? I really don't. Wubba lubba dub dub. That's it. <laughs> Tiny Rick. Tiny Rick. <laughs> TR. That's it. Um, all right. With that being said, remember history, prepare for the future, and live in the present. Thanks for coming out, Marco. See you guys. No problem. See you next Appreciate time, it. guys.